testing the fuck out of society. Testing, testing, testing. Is this on? Written and edited by T-Man. Fetish mode. Why having a dirty mind could save your life. Disclaimer. The TE Fitness Uncut podcasts and blogs always contains content not suitable for younger audiences. It includes words and topics that touches on sex, politics and religion that some may find offensive or disturbing. If such material offends you, please refrain from listening to this podcast. Listener discretion is advised. With that, this podcast is presenting independent thoughts, opinions and topics that is presented by the host and other guests being interviewed and does not reflect the opinions of our partners, affiliates, corporate partners and associates. Before I begin, I want to reiterate my love for my mom and late father, my family, my friends and loved ones. I also want to express my respect for all religions including the Christian faith. I was born into a Christian household, and was brought up in the church in the Deep South, so as I make reference to this religion, it's the only belief system I knew, and is only stating my personal experience and relationship with it. Although I am not religious anymore, I do give it credit for shaping who I am today, and was a great contrast to what I always desired in my life. I personally want to thank my family for everything they taught me about sex the best way they could with the information they had, and the belief they held dearly too. In this blog and podcast, I speak on all of our dirty minds, but specifically mine. I whip this podcast into seven spankings. 1. That's me in the dark, light, losing my religionity. 2. I saw their dry fruits, we made them juicier. 3. I have a dirty mind that produces a fun, filthy life. 4. So, let's go crazy. 5. Do you really feel me? 6. Now think about me, for I am really dirty. And finally. 7. How having a dirty mind affects your wellness journey. So let's get cracking, shall we? 1. That's me in the dark. Light, losing my religionity. In all of my existence and time on this alleged earth, I always loved sex, and thought about it during the majority of my life. I discovered masturbation around late 11 years old, going into my 12th birthday, which was awesome because no man's, law, could never dictate when it was, and still is, appropriate for me, a child in their eyes at the time, or anyone to explore sexuality, let alone my body. My orgasms today is just as juicy, Yummy and dreamy as it has always been since my first one, and it never disappointed me to this day. Growing up, I was not what you would consider, a stud, or popular with the girls or guys. I had more crushes on others than anyone had with me, or at least I thought, because no one expressed their crush on me and I couldn't read mine so, so my mind was always busy and occupied with more fantasies of crushes I had, mostly older women, a few teachers I melted for, who were more appealing to me than anything Playboy or Juicy Channels could ever match. Plus, although I hated it at the time, I now feel as if I had somewhat of an advantage over my other peers who had someone to explore with, and I think it had something to do with not feeling pressured being true to myself, all alone in my room, touching, stroking, feeling myself on what made me feel good, gave me pleasure, and had me get a better understanding of my own body and what gave me an orgasm. In other words, There was only me, with no pressure or stress from anyone else, which made exploring sex even more exciting, no holds barred, anything goes, adventurous, and delicious. And, it allowed me to have a deeper desire to want to please the partners I was engaging with just to see and hear their sexual appetite get satisfied, which I will touch on a little more deeper under number 6. 
When I heard my classmates losing their virginity or, get in some booty at the time, it sound like a one-sided adventure for one at the expense of the other, where the other just, went with it, just so they wouldn't have the shame or pressure of being a virgin. Mind you, this was in a heavily conservative Bible Belt community where virginity and abstinence was promoted through, fear of God and hell, just for dropping your pants or spreading your legs, made teenage pregnancy sound like the second rise of the Antichrist, and Bible-thumping counselors telling you the ills of sex instead of teaching us how to use sex and pleasure for good, let alone what a penis, a vagina, an inner labia, a vulva, a clitoris and other female sexual anatomies were, and how to nurture them. 2. I saw their dry fruits, we made them juicier. With all due respect, when it came to exploring sex appeal, and the topics on sex, I could care less about any religion or religious text, and this is absolutely nothing against the Christian faith or any belief system, however, what I did take to heart was the, you will know them by their deeds, cliché. There was a lot of miserable, Christian raisins as I called them, those who used God to justify being a sexually deprived and frustrated miserable asshole and lots of, Christian prunes, hypocritical parents out there who had their fun in their youth, fucking like rabbits, without condoms or marriage, telling me about the importance of, waiting for the right one, or the sins of exploring your body through masturbation. I call them prunes because they are literally full of shit that needs to be cleaned out by having the best butt fuck ever so they can loosen the fuck up and live a lot. They condemn, masturbation, so much, and place so many rules on sex itself, they became extremely sex-deprived and frustrated. You could see it in their eyes, their lives, hear it in their voice, their attitude, shriveling away. You could see it in their own life. If they saw one of the greatest self-discoveries of your body and mind that God obviously blessed us with as a sin, nasty or disgusting, then I can see why life would be dry for them. And then I did a self-examination of myself. I was always happy and felt good throughout my life simply because I loved, and continue to love, masturbation and sex. I never stopped since I was 11. Call it addiction, or obsession, but I really enjoy it. It was the best drug that I could just say yes to, because I realized I am the drug that sex lovers crave. I loved everyone I was around, and I saw them as sexual. I craved the sexual ecstasy I was feeling throughout my body every night and morning. It gave me so much optimism in life, allowed crazy ideas flow through me to write about, inventions that came out decades later, even was able to see things happen before they happened. So growing up around sex-starved Bible-thumping conservatives, and even my liberal family members, was my motivation to double down on masturbation, continuing discussions on sex, sexual fantasies, our bodies, what turns you on and why, and how far your sexual urges go, and what the benefits were, as well as the curiosity of it possibly outweighing the so-called bad. Even if it cost friendships, and those who felt uncomfortable with me discussing these matters. It's who I am, I literally came from two adults who fucked. If you think talking to me about fucking is inappropriate, then I must be inappropriate to you because, believe it or not, I am a sexual being. I am sex. I am from some real, good, body rocking, sweating from head to toe curling, all night long good ass fucking. You are telling me not to talk about myself? What else in the fucking hell do you want me to talk about then? Taxes? I believe depriving yourself from the deliciousness of sex due to an earthbound belief system and moral compass is inappropriate. I personally chose to surround myself with those who were just as comfortable as I was talking about sex more in person with me, over those who live in this twisted concept of expressing it more to strangers on social media than someone they physically hang out with and personally know. I'm drawn to those who feel this way as I do, 
who is real about their sexuality, because I am real. But for some reason, anyone who sees you and me, interact with us, but believed it's more inappropriate discussing it with us, two physical beings that they know in person, over being more open sharing their personal, most intimate sexuality to millions of complete strangers on social media is beyond my comprehension. What the fuck is that? That shit bothered me to Venus Saturn and back. That is where, because of exploring myself and learning about my sexuality early on, I could draw the line right from the get-go. I'll touch on this, inappropriate business in a second. Then I watched the 1999 film, Eyes Wide Shut, years later. That movie hit me different where I explained deeper in a previous podcast titled, How to Have Sex So Good It Could Kill You. To keep it short, it showed me how the power elites who controlled the narrative that influenced how we saw our body, life and practice certain religious beliefs, practice orgies and sex magic to narrate their own lives and control their own worlds. Now I don't know about you, but I'd rather control my own destiny and life journey if I was given a spirit of love and sound mind, stated in, 2 Timothy 1-7, to do that. Now just imagine if we could do that all together under one accord for one agenda, wealth and life more abundantly. Do we both want that in our life right now? And do we both want any cheat code, life hack, and even a shortcut, that would attract that ideal abundant life to us now? And yes, despite popular beliefs, there are shortcuts in life that the elites know, and I'll touch a little more on that in a future podcast. 3. I have a dirty mind that produce a fun, filthy life. And when I say, filthy, I mean being my true self regardless of who I'm hanging out with, because authenticity is vital to me. Although I only share my pics on my MeWe page, due to the terms of service or TOS, in other major social media platforms, upon request, what I post is my dirty mind going straight commando. I love sex, I love to feel sex. I love giving pleasure. I love my body, my sexuality, and I love giving orgasms and performing foreplay. I can fuck, and I can make love, and blend the two, because I enjoy every ingredient, every recipe of sex. I also love to use it to benefit my partner's life experience by making it a magical tool for all of us. My dirty mind has saved my life, literally. It saved me from experiencing deadly stress throughout 2020 during the whole lockdown, which would have negatively affected my immune system, because it kept me sane and focused. My dirty mind helped me stay away from the news, and its vomit bags most call social media, think about it, most rant about what they saw on the news rather than share something new from an organic thought, and kept me focused more on sexual things and topics that turned me and our clients on. We talked more about sex, masturbation, sex toys and teasing throughout 2020 than we have ever done since I co-started this business. I felt it brought out the inner, freak, in us at the most important moment of our lives. This was so vital and important due to scientific evidence that proved sexual arousal and even orgasms boost your immune system. So although the masses was stocking up on toilet paper, we was turning our clients on. A dirty mind is fruitful. It's organic. It is delicious. It is one of the greatest therapy ever. A dirty mind is in receiving mode, keeping you in a higher vibration to receive even more. A dirty mind breaks, all the rules that an egomaniac world wants to bestow upon us. It breaks every tradition, every mold, every habit, every law of the land, every, supposed to, every boring situation, every marriage vow, every status quo, so that you can receive all the abundance promised to you, because this abundance does not know any rules except, oh, oh, oh yes, oh yes, oh right there yes, I'm gonna come, yes, oh my god yes. 4. 
So, let's go crazy. First, let's clarify this one thing when it comes to anything sexual whether it's masturbation or an all-out threesome, who the fuck make anything, quote-unquote, inappropriate? Who came up with that word? Who determines what's officially inappropriate? Who made the rules to determine that shit? Keep in mind, what you feel is organically inappropriate is more valid to me than what society deems inappropriate. The reason I feel this whole thing with putting rules on expressing your sexual energy is flat out retarded is because, well, the internet is my best evidence I have so far. Apparently, there's a lot of people who are into every fucking fetish under the sun going from incest, to gilfs, or, grannies I like to fuck, to even cuckold and interracial, even BBW or, big beautiful women, than most in society wants to admit, especially here in the United States. According to a few porn sites, those so-called, inappropriate, lifestyles, fetishes and fantasies are the top five searches on porn sites, being visited by most so-called conservative, Bible Belt locations, my home state are huge fans. So my response to that is, cut the shit and just go fucking crazy. You know you want to. You know you want to see his dick, her pussy, you want to eat some ass, you want to try that vibrator, as a guy. You want to kiss him, and you're a dude. You want to eat her pussy, and you're a female too. You want sex. You want to feel good. You want to explore. Just go fucking crazy. Be honest with yourself on who and what you want to fuck. Go to the forbidden land of fantasies. You want to fuck in the car, on the beach, in a public bathroom, in a church, in a confession box, in a cemetery. During camp, while camping, in a tent, in a lake, in a pond, fuck, in an ocean. You want to fuck while buzzed, while high, with a fellow drug addict, in a hot tub, on a balcony overlooking the city, in the woods, after a beating, during a beating while tied up, blindfold, during a blizzard, a storm, a hurricane, in a closet, in a theater, at a drive-in, in a drive-thru, on a wheelchair, on a hospital bed, on an overlook, under the Hollywood sign, during Mardi Gras, at a festival, under the bleachers, during a food fight, after any fight, in an open field, with a complete stranger, with multiple strangers, in the library, in a store, in a bus, in a subway, in the backyard, in the front yard, in anybody's yard, in a parking lot, in a parking garage, in the classroom, in a plane, at an airport, in a club, on a rooftop, in a concert, in a train, underwater, over water, during a black magic ritual, in costume, during role play, playing house, a convict, an ex-convict, someone who's disabled, during meditation, during a prayer, during yoga, with your yoga instructor, even everyone in your yoga class, during a workout. In the gym, in the locker room, with your workout buddy, your in-laws, during a wedding, during a graduation, your best man, your bridesmaid, even their wedding planner and DJ, your delivery driver, your mailman or woman, your neighbor, your professor, your teacher, your client, your boss, in the office, in a jail cell, in the jungle, in the Oval Office, in a bar, with the bartender, in your bathroom, their bathroom, on a cruise ship, on a fish boat, offshore, in a meeting, during a conference call, during an interview, in between quickies, with your kid's friend's dad, or mom, or both, your stepmom, or dad, or both, with your counselor, even your kid's counselor, your therapist, your doctor, on a stretcher, during physical therapy, with that so-called good Samaritan, with your personal trainer, on the mat, a cop, even a politician, your bully, the victim of your bullying, the person you find annoying, and, you wanna fuck in front of everybody. You even wanna fuck me. Don't you? So let's go crazy. 
Do not regret not fucking when and where you want in this lifetime because society sold you the illusion that it's inappropriate. And I can imagine what's in your mind would be even considered illegal, but are you not glad that no one can regulate the thoughts and ideas that go in your own mind? And how far your fantasies can really go? Do not regret not expressing your true sexuality, because when you realize how vulnerable life is, being inappropriate would be your very least concern. With that said, there are things that are unnatural when it comes to sex. I'm not the one to judge that because that is between you and the universe, however sexual energy is not only powerful, but it send out an extremely potent karmatic effect. Using it outside of its natural purpose can produce immense amount of negative energy and karma. Only you know what's natural and what's not natural to experience it, however the consequences of using it frivolously and as a damaging weapon can cause anyone, including you and I, to experience a damaging results 10 times more severe than anything that man's law could ever dream of. This is not a warning, this is a word of caution to always use sex as a magic elixir to benefit both you and your partners. Use it to have fun with, explore with, create other lifestyles, worlds and opportunities with, because, it's not just a quote-unquote, make babies, and women are not here to just do that. Of anything, it is for women to express their true expression with whoever and however they see fit. So, go absolute crazy. If you really stop and think about the majority of decency, what's appropriate and moral, it was all designed by religious doctrine, mainly controlled by men and obeyed by women. This stuck in the subconsciousness of women from that era, on. Therefore, the unofficial, Decency Police, is doing a great job regulating how women can and cannot express their true sexuality. Unfortunately based on my personal experience, what you would think is modern-day women today are the moral police, regulating other free-thinking women on how to behave, express themselves, and how a lady should express her sexuality specifically for bearing children. So no, the Dark Ages is still alive and well, because, whether it's the Dark Ages, the Bronze Ages, the industrial age or the information age, it's all consciousness and vibration that creates our reality. Yes, you still have those who believe it is moral to restrict their true sexuality. This stemmed from most of their previous life experiences, and continuing today, the same moral restriction, and pass it on to their offspring. The years that man has created might change from 1721 to 2021, but the mentality always remains. So, would you like to fuck that download away? Then let's go crazy. Even if you're hurting, go crazy and fuck the pain away. Right now. Even as you're listening to this. 5. Do you really feel me? It all comes to this, we were born knowing our sexuality, but we were brought up to be insecure of our sexuality. Did you allow yourself to enjoy your most deepest, most potent sexual fantasy? Ever ask yourself where those fantasies come from? There is nothing right or wrong about your fantasies, or who you're fantasizing about. It is part of curiosity. We are curious beings who have a right to think about and fantasize about anyone and anything. Take ownership of your fantasies without the guilt. If it helps you a little bit, a thought creates that fantasy to exist in another life experience, this means, when you're fantasizing about someone outside of your moral compass, it is actually happening right now in another reality. If you're familiar with parallel universes then you know what I'm talking about, but for those of you who do not, I invite you to listen to my earlier podcasts. The name of the game relating to your sexual fantasies is owning it. Own your fantasies. State that they are yours, and no one can take them away from you. You can choose when you have them, and how long you want to keep them. Your sexuality is one of the most powerful properties you have, that is what makes it sacred, 
not who you fuck, how long you deprive yourself of it, or when you feel you're able to because of some government document, no sweetie, it is sacred because no one owns your sexuality except you and you alone. So how far do you want to go? How far do you want to take your body? How far can your mind conceive pleasure beyond measure? Do you feel me deeply? Do you feel my vibe, vibrating your very deeper, inner vortex and core? If you can take back your sexual freedom, you take back everything. Besides, we all came from two people who decided to be inappropriate to create the perfect, big, bang. 6. Now think about me for I am very dirty. Know this, every time you climax, every time you have your delicious orgasms, you see me. You become me, and I in you. This is how, one, we are. We are all one under the heat of passion and the laws of allowing when enjoying being inside of, your dirty mind. Which leads me to the insecurity of man versus vibrator or sex toy. Most men that only feel like they are not needed when a sex toy is in the picture. It's either them, or the sex toy, nothing else. This becomes a grave depravity of the female who could possibly experience multiple sexual spots being simultaneously explored and enjoyed if only he used this tool as a partner instead of a rival. Let's make this very clear, this is why masturbation is so important to not only me, but humanity in general. I own and took ownership of my sexuality when I started masturbating. I know what gets me off. At that point in my life, I knew only I could do it right, exactly the way I like it, at the exact speed, pressure, and movements. I'm my own sex symbol. And, when you are vibrating on a similar frequency as your sex partner whether male or female, they could even match this same rhythm, even introduce you to a new way of stimulation. You would be surprised of who you vibe with in this journey, for, like I said, we are all one. With that said, I felt comfortable not expecting another person, man or woman, to satisfy me the way I could myself, because most hardcore, eye-rolling, intense orgasms occur with absolutely no pressure to orgasm in the first place. I love sharing, however, my sexual satisfaction belongs to me and me only. I am fully responsible for my own sexual orgasms and pleasure. This gives my partners space to freely own their sexuality and pleasure as well. Because of this realization, my most favorite job is to ensure the satisfaction of my partners. This includes toys, cosplay, everything that she likes. The reason for this is because I believe a happy, sexually satisfied woman makes a happy world, never mind a home, we're going beyond these four walls. I feel that satisfying the women of our lives is what creates a better peaceful world. You want peace on earth, satisfy more women sexually and with passion. Why? Because, masturbation got you covered. No one is responsible for your sexual satisfaction except you. And yes, I can hear the arguments of, well, why not say the same for women? To answer that question, do not feel comparable or a competition to her toys. But, I'll also say this, it is true that she is fully responsible for her sexuality. How amazing would it be that you assist in her journey of finding that out? There is a good chance she does not know this yet, wouldn't it be so amazing if you put her pleasure first, and during this amazing orgasmic experience, you help her take ownership of her sexual divinity. And that's what I mean earlier about having an advantage over my, getting some booty, counterparts, because the pressure was not there to try to satisfy the other partner before understanding my own satisfaction. After knowing myself from a sexual level, I was able to learn sensuality, patience, and why foreplay was so important in sex, because I enjoyed giving myself foreplay. Why wouldn't she? Also, using toys and other tools with her is a matter of both national security. Yeah, 
We hear that regarding the government, but you are your own government too. Just think about it, our society is psychologically deprived of sexual satisfaction. On top of this depravity, stress is a normal way of life. This has caused the national security of the country to be threatened, because national security is an internal domestic matter, not an outside threat. Your partner, specifically your woman, is an internal matter that must be taken care of, not an outside source. Once you speak her sexual language, develop a conversation with her sexuality, and satisfy her sexual health, you improve the national security of both you and her health and lifestyle. This is why I love satisfying and go as far as she will allow me, that's, if I stop, because masturbation was my greatest sex therapist of all. And finally, 7. How having a dirty mind affects your wellness journey. So, think about your I am, for you are very dirty. It's fun being dirty. It's liberating being dirty. It's freeing being dirty. Try something new for yourself. Masturbate in your car while driving. Wear no panties or underwear. Feel how dirty you are. Dirty is just dirt, where, according to the biblical scriptures, where we all allegedly came from. Dirt. Right? So why not reinforce that belief and be dirtier? Be your own sex god and goddess. Satisfy yourself, then, let your partner experience the rest. In closing, I personally want to thank the women in my life, strangers and all throughout my life who answered my sexually charged questions honestly, and the women in my life, as well as strangers, who allowed themselves to become vulnerable with me in answering them honestly, with humor, yet with the intention of helping themselves and others in the process relating to this topic. But overall, I personally want to thank my female family members, clients, classmates and strangers alike for being open to my questions throughout my life. I learn so much from them, and continue improving my sexual intelligence. It is vital that we seek who we are as sexual beings, therefore, the knowledge we gain together could create a ripple effect all over the world that could not only diminish the misunderstanding of it, which is usually the root cause of sexual-related crimes and insecurities, but also develop a newer generation that would see it as a spiritual tool of enlightenment instead of a quote-unquote, inappropriate, taboo. Until next time TE Freaks! TE Fitness Uncut. Thank <laughs> you.